the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program was pre-recorded, and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Here to preach the good news, heal the brokenhearted, set captives free, and bring restoration to our community, this is Isaiah 61. From Spirit of the Lord Church in North Minneapolis, here's Pastor Solomon. All right, all right. Thank you for joining us um, today. We are here again on Isaiah 61 here on AM 980. And I have the privilege of um, uh, having John Kwam in the studio with me, um, a very honorable man, um, selfless um, in the ministry and learning a lot from him and also co-laboring with him um, towards the you know the the event March for Jesus this May May twenty second. It's a Saturday. Um, he at the downtown uh, Minneapolis, the Commons Park. Um, will you hear more about that coming up? Um, but before we go into our conversation today, I wanna just um, you know, talk to, talk about what we uh, what we encountered last week. So as we reflect on our late Pastor Joe Sutton, um, we talked about. You know, pursuing purpose and how we can respond to a higher calling. And there's no better way for us to respond to that higher calling than to um, gravitate towards other believers who uh, want to lift up the name of Jesus. And so the March for Jesus just ties in beautifully. And I'm just excited that we can pursue legacy. We can bring the good news to the captives and as believers gather together on May 22nd um, to lift up the name of Jesus. And um, that will create the opportunity for us to also share the good news. And so it's just an exciting moment all around. I know the news recently has has not really reflected that, but we know that God is still on the throne in spite of everything going on. And we are very confident in who we believe in. And our God is able to, you know, save our cities. Our God is able to save our nation. And so um, here with me in the studio today is John Kwam. John Kwam, um, welcome to the studio. Welcome. Thank you. Great to be here with you, Solomon. Awesome. So, yeah, for those that um, don't know about you, can you just give a little bit of introduction about uh, and talk about who you are, um, a little bit of your journey? Yeah, I, I grew up in Minnetonka, Minnesota, and... Uh, went to a church that had a deep commitment to missions, global missions. And I felt when I was in junior high that God was leading me into a missionary career. And uh, that guided a lot of what I did in my schooling, picking my wife, Carolyn. And uh, soon after graduating from Bethel Seminary, we left for the country of Brazil with our two wow. young 
children, two girls. Uh, one was only six months old. And we uh, uh, went to the city of Sao Paulo, where there's uh, there was then, and maybe more now, 20 million people living. So it's a huge city. So wait, you went to Sao Paulo, yep. Brazil, of all places. What, what was the trigger? What triggered it? You know, actually, I was reading the Minneapolis Star and Tribune, it was called then, the Star and Tribune, the Sunday paper, and they did a special on Brasilia, the capital of Brazil. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was a brand new city uh, planned by engineers and, of course, uh, designed by engineers, none of which actually worked very well after it was built. But uh, uh, that was the, the trigger was actually seeing that city and seeing new hope mm. and new potential for this big country in South America. Oh wow! And and so was that any was that a, was that a connection to ministry or was just was it just a move that um, you your family decided to embark on? We looked at a several different mission organizations, and uh, one from a group that was called Overseas Crusades at that time. It's called One Challenge now. Uh, came through the Twin Cities. And uh, he expressed the kind of thing that I was interested in mm -hmm. about discipleship and and multiplying yourself through others. And so that was a key interview that I had with that person and that connected me to Overseas Crusades and uh, now called One Challenge. Awesome. Yeah, so um, you've had an extensive uh, history of serving the missions. And so when you returned... Um, I imagine you spent some time in Brazil. Uh, what have you been engaged in, and how did you get in, in connection with March for Jesus? Yeah, uh, I was in, uh, involved in missions networking. Um, in the mid-'80s, there was an organization that brought churches together that helped missions committees form and connect with each other and help them launch mission programs. Mm -hmm. It was called ACMC, and I connected with that, and that connected me with a lot of churches in the Twin Cities area. And uh, that eventually uh, disappeared as an organization, but I was connected with uh, a, a friend called David, uh, David Bryant. Some of you may have heard of him. He's a prayer leader. Mm -hmm. And uh, David uh, was doing concerts of prayer, and that connected me with the prayer leaders in the Twin Cities. And out wow. of the concerts of prayer, and David uh, kind of shifted a little bit in his ministry, I met Paul Cedar. And Paul Cedar was the head of the Evangelical Free Church at the time, okay. right here in the Twin Cities. And he invited us to have office space with him in that building that is their headquarters for the U.S. And uh, Paul was launching something called Mission America, that connected to oh, the U.S. Lausanne okay. Committee. And uh, out of that, he invited me to take leadership in the Mission America uh, movement, which is a prayer, care, share mm -hmm. emphasis for mm -hmm. for the country. Yeah, And uh, that because of that relationship, I met early on the guy who was the national director for March for Jesus. They came to the U.S. in 1992, uh, about the same time that uh, I 
joined Mission America. Okay. All right. And so now talk a little bit about the history of March for Jesus. You just mentioned how everything, you know, really connected and um, got to a place where you got connected with March for Jesus. And then you became actively involved in that. Um, for the viewers, let's talk about the history. How did March for Jesus um, come into, into being? Well, a worship leader in London, his name was uh, Graham Kendricks. Uh, he brought together some of his friends in London from different churches and they decided to do a worship events in the street, a worship event in the streets. Mm-hmm. And this was not very common. This is something new at that time. Yeah, yeah. This was 1987, and uh, uh, Graham Kendrick wrote a song that they used in that first march in the streets of London called Shine, Jesus, Shine. And I'm yeah. sure many of the listeners have heard that song, probably sung that song, became, uh, especially in the in the 90s, one of the most played Christian songs of all time. So yeah. uh, Graham launched the vision. Eventually, it came to the U.S., and um, a guy by the name of Tom Pelton uh, organized uh, an office and motivated many uh, in this country to do the same thing at March for Jesus. So we had some big marches here in the mid-90s. Uh, wow. in the streets of Twins, uh, Minneapolis-St. Paul, mostly in Minneapolis. We did mm-hmm. also do one in St. Paul. Several thousand participated. Yeah, and, and that's that's amazing. So Graham Kendrick started this movement. He probably uh, envisioned it like God gave it to him, but then it became a movement, a global movement, really, which um, you was a part of the first March in the Twin Cities. Yeah. Amazing. And now, fast forward to day to day, we're going uh, to have another March this year. Um, last year, due to the COVID, we had um, a praise walk um, in, our, in our neighborhoods, and which was effective. But this year, we're looking at um, gathering together. So, uh, for those that, are, that need some information, can you just share some additional details that we need to know? Uh, I know we'll, we'll come back from the break and we'll talk more about that, but I just want those that are curious, what, what can they expect? What are the dates um, that we should be looking at? Well, uh, first of all, the march itself will be May 22nd, and we're thanking God and praying towards the, uh, that event and uh, we're grateful for the pandemic getting less and less uh, uh, spread yeah, in our yeah. Twin Cities area so that people can feel that they can come together and yes. do that safely. And uh, we're going to have music uh, played through a radio station. We're going to have uh, a picnic after the march. We're going to get, join, uh, get together at the Commons Park right across from the U.S. Bank Stadium. Right. And uh, then we'll have a about an hour march, uh, not that many miles. We don't go very fast, yes. you know, so not that, uh, just maybe a mile and a half. And uh, and then we're going to have a picnic in the park, mm-hmm. and then we're going to have food trucks there, and we're going to have uh, also a, a, a truck for food pantry yes. donations. So uh, we'll have some worship. Uh, so that will follow the march, the official march. Yes. And uh, for those that are wondering, you know, so this is a time where we get together to lift up the name of Jesus, not any church, not any denomination, 
not any individual in particular uh, outside of the name um, and the person of Jesus. And so all believers, we encourage you, we invite you to be a part of this. We invite you to come and volunteer, help us, you know, put this event together. We still need volunteers um, and we need also some funding to be able to get all the logistics in place. And as you can hear from John Kwama has been a part of March for Jesus, actually the first version here in the Twin Cities and the passion is still there. His love for missions is driving him for a lot into a lot of these things and we just appreciate the heart that all of you listening have for Christ. And so come join us May twenty second. It's a Saturday so we can get um get out there on the streets of downtown Minneapolis and live the name of Jesus high. Now uh, John a few people may be wondering, um, with the recent unrest and um, the trial going on uh, with respect to George Floyd, Derek Chauvin, and now uh, Dante Wright, um, can you what? How how can we just re- reassure people that um, coming to the event is 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 safe? Well, first of all, I think all of our hearts have been touched by what's happened in the last, uh, whatever, 15 months. Uh, it's, it's sad, but it's not surprising because we are in a battle. Evil is present, and uh, all of life is risk- risky. Yes. <laughs> you know, we're, we're to battle right to the end, as, as the Apostle Paul says, until we're called into glory. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think all of us uh, have... A little bit of pain in our heart because of of what's happened. Yeah. But where's our hope? Our hope is mm, in Jesus. It's in Jesus. Worthy is the Lamb. That's the theme actually for this year. Worthy is the Lamb. That's what you sing. Yes. When you get to heaven. Yeah. Worthy is the Lamb. When join all the chorus in heaven. Worthy is the Lamb. So that's our theme. Uh, what uh, What could be of more importance mm, than coming yeah. together, multi? Uh, racial, multi-generational, multi-denominational, yes. and lifting our hands in oh, worship yeah. to the Lamb of God. Incredible. I, lo- I love how you framed it. In fact, that would be how heaven is. We're multicultural, multi-ethnic, and multi-generational, as well as multi-denominational. Yes. So th- there is no limit. And I thank God that you're, you, he's, he planted you here to encourage us to see that beyond uh, the color of skin, beyond class, beyond, you know, um, ideologies, be, beyond, you know, our personal preferences, there is one underarching theme that we we need to be striving and looking to, um, which is who is the author and the finisher of our faith. Jesus Christ. And so as you think through and even consider the possibility of uh, being a part of this, I would encourage you to um, reach out. If you have any questions, you can um, reach us on email at mfjminnesota at gmail.com, mfjminnesota at gmail.com, or you can um, call you can call me. Um, my name is Solomon. My phone number is 312 391 
9259 or you can all you, you can email us if you feel comfortable that way we'll respond to you right away um, and then we would make sure that we get back to you with the information that you need now we're taking a quick break and we'll be right back Spirit of the Lord Church is a multi-ethnic, multi-generational church impacting North Minneapolis and the greater Twin Cities. Emphasizing the four pillars of godly thinking, training up godly children, godly marriages, and outreach to the community, Spirit of the Lord has quickly become a staple to some of the people who need God the most. As they focus on Jesus Christ, grace and truth bind them together to become God's best. Join them for service every Sunday morning at 1030 at 1001 Penn Avenue North in Minneapolis. Spirit of the Lord Church, a proud sponsor of Isaiah 61. If it was 1990, you'd be listening to your favorite radio station on a bulky boombox that burns through D batteries faster than you can say you've got mail. Thankfully, it's the 21st century, and there are much better alternatives. For example, just ask Alexa to tune in. Alexa, play the Mission Minneapolis. Throw out that old beaver and get with the times. Listen to your favorite AM 980 The Mission Bible Teachers and Ministries with Alexa and Amazon Echo. Welcome back to Isaiah 61. My name is Pastor Solomon from Spirit of the Lord Church, um, sponsor of Isaiah 61 here on AM 980, The Mission. And today uh, we continue our conversation on Isaiah 61. We're talking about March for Jesus and um, no other person uh, to help us dissect this march uh, other than John Quam, I'm a seasoned missionary uh, and uh, a, a true leader and servant of the Lord um, who has served in many capacities and we're we're excited to have him in the studio so you know before we went to the break we're talking about how uh, believers from all walks of life should consider coming together so if you're around the Twin Cities please mark your calendars May 22nd it's a Saturday uh, at 10:30 we will start the march at the Commons Park in downtown Minneapolis and we are looking to go on the streets of of downtown Minneapolis um, and praise in the name of Jesus so mark your calendars um, talk to your ministries about it talk to your pastors about it and um, have them contact us MFJ minnesota at gmail.com mfj minnesota at gmail.com or you can also contact us at uh, march for jesus tc at march for jesus tc on facebook and instagram now uh, john we have a planned event coming up shortly to give pastors and leaders and also volunteers, people that want to learn more about the march, an opportunity to give get first-hand information. Can you share with our, with our listeners some, some of the details of our next meeting? For sure. Uh, next Wednesday, April 21st, we are going to meet in person at a congregation right at the corner of Bush Lake Road and 494, mm-hmm. and it's the Bush Lake campus of Westwood Community Church. If you've 
driven by on 494, you may have seen Westwood Community Church on that building. Yeah. And it's their Bush Lake campus. And we're going to meet at 930, and uh, we're going to go a little bit again over what the march is all about. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about the different roles that different people can play in helping uh, with, the, with the march itself. Uh, volunteering, or it might be security, or it might be helping with the food trucks, or it might be helping uh, collect the food that's going to go to the food pantries in the Twin Cities. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it might be just helping to organize people as they get ready to march. And uh, so different roles. We have uh, probably about 15 different roles of volunteers that can help us out. And uh, so, yeah, we're going to go over uh, the march, what we're going to do, the roles that will help us uh, uh, get it done. And we invite uh, pastors, leaders, uh, people, uh, prayer leaders, uh, come mm-hmm. participate uh 9.30, uh, Bush Lake Campus, Westwood Community Church. Yeah, and um, you can actually see Westwood Community Church, the Bush Lake Campus, right on 494 um, as you drive past, um, I think it's Bush Lake. Yeah, Bush Lake Road. Um, and so come on in, join us there for some more information. Also, you can go to our Eventbrite um, site. Um, so go to Eventbrite and type in March for Jesus and it will give it will spit out the information you'll be able to register we want to know you're coming and so please RSVP so we can uh, know and we have free lunch um, also available uh, there's uh, a, a couple of other things so we will have available some signs talk about the signs and why it's significant well I'd love to be able to hold one up <laughs> or on radio so that's that's not going to work but uh, if you go to Eventbrite uh, or the March for Jesus website, you'll see the signs. And uh, we used them last year for the prayer, praise walks, yes. the prayer walks, and uh, we have them available. They were well used last year. Many neighborhoods and people had them in their yards for weeks. Mm-hmm. Some still have them up. <laughs> I know mm-hmm. my daughter does. And uh, so they're available. They're like a yard sign that's brightly colored, and it has celebrate Jesus on it in four different languages, in English, in Hmong, in Spanish, and Arabic. So yeah. uh, it has an attractive uh, look to it. And uh, then we have T-shirts, T-shirts, March for Jesus T-shirts as yeah. well. <laughs> yeah, and so, yeah, we have a lot of things in store. And so you want to learn more. You want to be a part of this movement that is global and to impact nations and to impact our city. Because right now we need the healing touch of Jesus. We just need God to pour his healing oil upon our city, upon our nation, so that we can be whole again. In fact, that's been the cry of our, of our hearts. And March for Jesus will would be an avenue where even as churches, as denominations, we can come together irrespective of our differences, right? To lift up the name of Jesus and see the power of unity Mm. and and how it would impact our land. And so as we we close out here, um, John, would you 
would you share a word of encouragement to someone who is maybe on the fence or thinking, well, I'm too busy or I'm, I'm concerned about this pandemic and, you know, the riots out there. Just share a word of encouragement and then just pray for um, our listeners who, um, who will be listening to, to, to encourage them in the Lord. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I, I just, you know, I appreciate Zoom, but Zoom can't do what coming together physically, embracing each other in the body of Christ. We are one body uh, coming together with a purpose of lifting up Christ, uh, worship and praise mm-hmm. in his name. And so I, I would just, if you want to make a difference, yeah, that makes a difference. Yes. Yes. Okay. All right. Come together. And John, just share a, a word of prayer for, for us, even as we close out this sure. session. Well, Father in heaven, we thank you so much that uh, you looked down on us and you called us and you saved us. Yes. And you brought us into your family. You loved us. And as a part of your family, we want to express that unity. We want to make that unity visible. Your family, the family of God, visible in the streets of Minneapolis. And we just pray, Lord, that you would bring the body of Christ together at this time. Yeah. At this time to make a statement yes. that where the ho- our hope is in you, our hope is in God. Yes. Jesus, we love you. We want to worship you. And we pray in the matchless and powerful name of Jesus. Amen. Amen.